This week's episode of An Extra Glance is sponsored by Your Motivational Power Hour, a show in this summer's Minnesota Fringe Festival, which offers a satirical look at motivational speaking, featuring yours truly and several other inspiring speakers. Coming this August to the Minnesota Fringe. Hi, my name is Ed Burke. Welcome to An Extra Glance, the podcast where I look behind the scenes of well-known stories from the news and from history, specializing in things that not everyone knows. Friday was the 14th of July, France's national holiday, commonly called Bastille Day in the English-speaking world. President Trump traveled to France to join the celebrations at the invitation of French President Emmanuel Macron. Though officially he was there to commemorate the 100th anniversary of American entry into World War I, he also noted that France is America's first and oldest ally, and that a lot of people don't know that. Well, the internet responded with mockery, because it seems that there are at least a fair number of people who do know that. But I want to explore the statement, first and oldest. Yes, France was our first ally, but what happened to that alliance? Can we really claim that they're our oldest ally in the sense of the longest continuing alliance? Or did we have a falling out? France, of course, chose to help out the fledgling United States during the Revolution, not so much out of love for us or our ideals. Keep in mind, France was still more or less an absolute monarchy at this point, but as a way of countering British power. The French weren't willing to commit to an alliance when the American negotiating team arrived in the fall of 1776, though they did agree to loan the Americans money for the war effort. But the end of 1777, following the American victory at the Battle of Saratoga, the French foreign minister decided to enter negotiations towards a formal alliance. On February 6, 1778, French and American negotiators signed the Treaty of Alliance, as well as a Treaty of Amity and Commerce. The treaty acknowledged Great Britain as the common enemy of the United States and France, with the goal of maintaining the liberty of the United States. The U.S. pledged to come to France's aid if war should break out between France and Britain outside of the American Revolution. Both sides agreed that they would not conclude a peace treaty with Great Britain without the consent of the other. The treaty also envisioned the possibility of bringing other powers into the alliance, an event which happened when Spain joined the war in June 1779. France provided valuable assistance during the war, including munitions, other supplies, naval support, and troops, though the most famous French assistance actually began before the treaty was signed. On his own initiative, the Marquis de Lafayette joined the Continental Army in 1777, where he was made a major general at the ripe old age of 19. Being true to the rules of their alliance, the Americans entered peace negotiations with the British in 1782 only after obtaining France's permission. In September 1783, the Treaty of Paris formally ended the war between the United States and Great Britain. At the same time, Great Britain signed separate treaties ending hostilities with France and Spain. France was the United States' first ally, but the alliance would prove fragile. In 1793, revolutionary France found itself at war with, well, just about everybody in Europe. France requested American support in defense of French colonies in the Caribbean. However, President Washington was concerned that involvement in this conflict would put the U.S. at risk, and he released a proclamation of neutrality on April 22nd. Now, an interesting thing about the Treaty of Alliance is that, by the very words of the treaty, it was not made between the United States and France, 
but between the United States and the Most Christian King. But the Most Christian King had been executed in 1792, and France was now a republic. Many European countries deemed their treaties with France to no longer be in force, on the grounds that the other party to the treaty was no longer in power. But the United States did not formally abrogate the treaty at this time, arguing instead that France was the aggressor in its various awards, and therefore the mutual defense obligations did not apply. France, of course, was not particularly happy about this, and relations between the two countries deteriorated over the next several years. In 1796, the French Republic authorized the seizure of American merchant ships. President Adams sent a team to France to negotiate, but the French demanded significant financial concessions which the Americans rejected. President Adams began preparing for war. In 1798, Congress declared that the Treaty of Alliance was no longer binding due to repeated French violations. The U.S. Navy began attacking French ships in the Caribbean while also modestly supporting the Haitian Revolution. These hostilities, called the Quasi-War, continued for two years, though neither side wanted a full-fledged war. A year after Napoleon took power, the two nations signed the Convention of 1800, formally annulling both the Treaty of Alliance and the Treaty of Amity and Commerce. The United States and France were no longer allies. Over the next century, relations between the two countries would ebb and flow, with the two countries neither fighting against each other nor alongside each other, until the United States joined World War I on France's side in 1917. In 1949, the United States formally entered into an alliance with France again, along with ten other countries, with the signing of the North Atlantic Treaty. This is the United States' oldest active mutual defense treaty, and so, strictly speaking, France is in an 11-way tie for our oldest ally. Franco-American relations in the 18th century from the State Department's timeline of U.S. diplomatic history at state.gov. Treaty texts and commentaries from a century of lawmaking for a new nation at the Library of Congress, memory.loc.gov. Lafayette's history from montvernon.org. Modern active alliances from state.gov. My website is edberg.net. See you next week on An Extra Glance. <laughs>